Hey guys, Mitchell here. Just before the episode starts, to let you guys know that my audio is munted once again. Uh, I think what happened was I was having issues with my laptop, so I had to switch to my main computer, and I just forgot to actually plug my microphone in to the main computer, so it just recorded all my audio through the webcam. Zimbook microphone. Anyway, uh, hope the episode's still fun. And I'm really sorry. Apparently, we still don't know how to actually make a podcast efficiently and continuously to the same standard. Oh, uh, this is this is AIDS. Um. <laughs> oh, good. I forgot to record that. Hold on. This is AIDS, I say. AIDS. Welcome back to AIDS. <laughs> the podcast where we provide aid. Uh, provide to... aid to the people. Yeah. Message in what aid you require. We can give any type. Monetary. Not any. Uh, no, not monetary. Speak sexual, for yourself. Um, Speak I mean, for I'll, yourself. Give any, I'll give any type. I'm desperate. <laughs> uh... <laughs> You know this is recording. This is your yeah, digital my, foot plan. Foot plan. My foot plan? <laughs> I, your foot that plan. was recorded? That was recorded, I, Jazzy Goofus. Wow, I can't. Oh, it's on tape, me messing up. Yeah. Cut the cameras. The with, I'm, right. I'm over it. Welcome to Blockbusted, the movie review podcast where we wish you a happy Christmas and a merry new year. Wait. Scratch that. Reverse it. I'm your dietitian, Mitch. And I'm making chocolate. It's jazz. And today we're looking at Candyman and Wonka. Oh, you threw it a little cheeky. I love it. I love that. Didn't I had that. This time. I, I needed to add. I need to shake it up. However, making um the saying "making chocolate out of context" just sounds like I'm pooing. Doing a poo poo. Well, that's the <laughs> it second sounds time. Sounds like it's... I'm making duty. Yeah, it's the second time I've what someone said something that sounds along the lines of "I'm doing a poop on this podcast." So you're part <laughs> of a long running dynasty. What well, well, the right. thing was actually last week you said you had a little zinger, but you forgot to do it. But you never actually said what the zinger was last week. Do you remember? For, for lizards. Or, or what for the intro? For the lizards, yeah. You said you had one, but then the music started and you forgot what you were going to do. Oh. Do you remember? No, it's comp- it's gone. It is oh. absolutely gone. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It mustn't have been that what? funny if it's really forgettable. Who knows? Who knows? I really am just like snoo for you, aren't I? Just my nose is poking over the top of this camera. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I should do look. the sense. Shall oh, no, I? Like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh. Ah. There we go. Okay. Excellent. Oh, hello. <laughs> uh, no, I'm still low. What is this? Is it me it's just hunching fine. you? It's just me hunching, isn't it? All right. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone, and Happy New Year. Uh, Happy Holidays. This is dropping Christmas Eve, I believe, actually. It's Saturday. Sunday. Christmas Eve. Yep. Mm-hmm. So this is a very merry episode to you all. We didn't pick Christmas episode <laughs> movies. Uh, we didn't at all. 
Max and I were originally planning on doing a Christmas episode. Uh, since we didn't do it, I can just tell you what it was going to be. We we're going to do Silent Night and Violent Night, the two two Christmas oh, action movies. Uh, Silent Night being the most recent John Woo film that would have been our 2023 release. And Violent Night being the 2022 film with David Harbour where he plays Santa and wrecks some people. Uh, but Silent Night got pushed back when we were supposed to record. And so instead, you're going to get the end of year episode that will be released next week. Yeah. Epic. Yeah. So there's an end of year episode next week that Max and I have recorded. A little special for something for you all. But until then, you still got Jazz and me now. Hey, whoppa. Whoppa. It's a Christmas miracle, I say. Oh, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, it's a miracle that this <laughs> podcast even gets made every single week. And some shout out, some, shout out to Mitch. I was going to say shout out to the the angel that's decided to play a prank on the rest of the world and let this thing continue. The, the little guardian angel that's 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 helping me and ruining everyone else's day. Oh, it's funny. Don't say oh. If you say oh, it's be no such a funny. Grinch. Okay, that was really bad. That was really bad. You did say that. <laughs> To the Jew. You Don't would be say a that Grinch. to the Jew. <laughs> yeah. I would say that. I'd also be like, you're such a muggle. That's what, what a muggle would say. Oh my god, are you a millennial? <laughs> what can I say? I'm a Hufflepuff. I did a thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just feeling nostalgic today. Because we watched, we watched two movies that remake movies. So it's real nostalgic well, technically, up here. Technically one's a, pre, a, 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 a pre, prelude? Pre... Prequel. Oh, prequel. yeah, but like it was made following that. So, do you want to like fight? I'll fight. It's fine. We'll fight it out. We'll just do <laughs> it out. Um, violently. Uh, but yeah, today we're looking at two films. Sweet, two sweet films. Two, two sweet films. <gasps> yeah. One of them is the uh, Wonka. Wow, you really forgot. <laughs> Damn! I was gonna do like a description. Like, what? No, I was gonna do a description. Like, one of them is the the reboot or the remake of the something film Candyman, and then the other one is the pre. Oh, I've already forgotten the word. The prequel, prequel. to the uh, other Wonka film. To Willy, Willy Wonka, Wonka. Chocolate yeah. Factory. Yeah, uh, but instead, my brain shut down. It was just like, you know what? Just give the names of the movies and then move on, uh, which is what I did. So I got well halfway there. I said Wonka, but yeah, we're doing Wonka and Candyman, the the twenty twenty one one, twenty twenty one one. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm copying myself. Twenty twenty one one zero zero one. That's binary. Except the twenty part. Twenty part is not binary. But yeah, uh, are you, but Christmas. Let's go back to Christmas. Christmas. What is wrong with me today? Where are uh, you, Christmas? Are you really going to do that? Is the Grinch? What's you? What is your favorite actual is... Christmas movie? Is it the Grinch? I fuck with the Grinch. Uh, That's a weird thing to say, but all right. The Muppets Christmas Carol, also a slapper. I actually haven't seen that. Oh, it's great! It's so good. Um, in an interview, Michael, because Michael Caine's in it. Spoiler alert! And Michael Caine in an interview said that um, he when he like joined the film he made a vow to treat the Muppets as fellow like you know renowned actors like with the same respect and treatment that he would give like actual humans so in the movie he just he does not 
even like hint at the fact that any of them are Muppets. He treats them like regular old people. It is very funny. He plays it straight. He plays it very straight, which I think, you know, only Michael Caine could do. Well, that's excellent. What's my favorite Christmas movie? Well, thank you for asking. What is your favorite Christmas movie? Uh... (laughs) I was getting there. Damn. (laughs) No, I'm feeling salty. I'm feeling salty. Uh, My favorite Christmas movie? Probably, I actually don't know. Um, I guess like Die Hard, maybe. Okay. I don't know. I know. Well, like, that, um... I know. We say it's a Christmas movie. It's barely a Christmas movie. Well, Christmas. What? What to me classifies a Christmas movie is when Christmas is a major plot point of the film, and Christmas is yeah. important to the Die Hard film. Is and it? Christmas doesn't. If Christmas isn't, yeah, he's only there because it's Christmas. He's he's going home to see his family and all that, and and there's the Christmas party going on. That's why there is a party going on at the tower. And all that, like yeah. Christmas, is important to the plot, and also the aesthetic and all that. It's Only an for important... the setup, though. Not when he's like he's not singing plot. Jingle Bells while he's like taping a gun. But he says, back. but he says, ho ho ho! Now I have a machine gun. No, he says Yippee Kaye. <laughs> Wait, what's it even mean? Which one? Yippee Kaye. It's just like is that a saying, "Woohoo, fucker!" <laughs> That's the Woo-hoo! same thing. Okay, Yippee Kaye, gotcha. motherfucker! It's like. <laughs> Yippee Kaye, motherfucker! Poor Bruce Willis, he has dementia. I know. Don't say that, Jesus. I'm saying it's supposed to be a joyous Christmas episode. No talk of dementia, right? Let's get straight into the joyousness (laughs) that is Candyman. Oh yeah, real. What a sweet, sweet film. I mean, it has candy in the word. Also, what is that noise? All right, I'm just gonna. I think I think there was a car noise coming through. I'm putting the interlude. Hey! Alright, Candyman. Directed by Nia DeCosta and released in 2021. Uh, it's it stars. Uh, Start again. I always forget. <laughs> I always forget what I write down for names and then I come to them in this moment Ooh, right yeah. here. All right, here we go. It's There's just this name. It's a, bit, it's, it's a powerful name. And I don't think I have the yeah. ability to give it all its glory, but I'm going to give it a go. So, uh, yeah, Yahia Abdul Martin II. I believe that's a set, like that's a two. Uh, we then have Tyrone Paris, Nathan Stewart Jarrett, Coleman Domingo, and Kyle Kaminsky. Ooh, all right, we got through. Woo-hoo. Jazz. Please explain to me what happened in Candyman. So Candyman 2021, to be specific, follows Mm. the events of the, what is the original film? The 1992 Candyman. Um, Is it a sequel? Centering around, no, oh, it's, so there's actually three Candyman movies before this one. Right. But this, it doesn't, it actually doesn't follow, though, the lore or whatever that happens in the next two oh. movies. It just bases it off the first one. Oh, so don't okay. panic, viewers. You only need to watch, you can only, you only need to watch the 1992 movie if to follow yeah. along. And you actually don't even need to watch the first one because, going to be frank, haven't seen the 1992 one. Yeah, me either. I know. Slap on the wrist for me. But, yes, okay. It follows the, it follows Anthony a struggling artist he's struggling to find inspiration and to venture out um with his creative 
juices. And he uses the now gentrified area of Calabrini. Calabrini Green, is it? Where am I? Uh, wow. I it's almost like I didn't watch this movie today. Didn't need to out yourself like that. He, yeah, he goes into the projects, the now gentrified area, to get inspiration and learns about the urban myth of Candyman and uses that as inspo for his art, accidentally re-summoning him and fulfilling his fate of becoming the new Candyman. That's the very simplified version of it. But yes, what do we think, Mitch? Uh, what do I think? I think it's pretty good. I think it's not very scary, but I think it looks and works real well. I was surprised that it wasn't scary because I'm a bit of a wimp and I was very hesitant to watch this alone because I Mm. don't like watching horror movies alone. And I was not scared. I'm sorry, I wasn't scared like at all. Which it mu- I need to take into account that, you know, I'm watching it on my iPad in my bedroom. Like, the sun was out. It was in the morning. So, you know, maybe if I was in the cinema and I was fully engrossed, I might be a little bit more ooky spooked. But mm. I just, yeah, I didn't really find it that unsettling, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah I... I think it was more a bit gross than anything else, but I was never very at any much point... body horror. Yeah, but it's not, that's not even like a major point of the film, though. I think I don't know. I don't think I was ever really scared of the Candyman. I don't. At no point was I going. Oh, I, I'm I'm really nervous for him to rock up. When he rocked up, I was like, Oh yeah, go on, go do it. But it's about to be kill time. Yeah, I mean, because the kills are sick in this film, and then and okay. I think what. I mean, they're fun. I I think I've seen a lot of bad horror movies where you don't get to see cool stuff, and this yeah. is this is nice and gory. I think is what I like about it. It's got it's got the gore that I'm looking for in a slasher. It's quite a bit of gore. It is quite especially a bit of gore. the first kills with the art, the um, yeah, the art, whatever. The, the art, the art curator, the gallery curator, owner. Curator, that's it. Oh my god, I could not think of the word. The gallery that was satisfying. His, and his, uh, his sexually involved intern, yeah. <laughs> no, that was so such a strange subplot to have. No, no, it wasn't even really a subplot. I think it was just there because to do the sex thing, and, and yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, Jazz and I haven't seen the original Candyman. Uh, we were kind of hoping to actually do the original Candyman as the film, but it's not really that available. So we yeah. had to settle for doing the twenty twenty. One one. I know, but I mean, this does have like Jordan Peele involvement, so like yeah, he. Wrote, I was excited to watch it. Yeah, so I think he, because I think he wrote this along with the director Nia DaCosta. Yeah, and, like co co screen yeah. wrote and produced. And Monkey Paw Productions was part of it, which is his. Uh, yeah, true. To, so yeah. how cool? How cool was it when uh, the 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 logos were mirror? They were mirrored. It was back reversed because everything's been redone in a mirror. And oh, so I did not notice that. What do you see? Did not, uh, uh, Universal so spelled we... backwards and and like came from Maybe the opposite. Maybe I wasn't. Was... Paying... Are you being serious right I now? Think the intro... I think the start I wasn't paying attention to because I was waiting for it to start and I was like possibly not looking at it. I'm Dude, sorry. Yeah. All the logos were like mirrored, so it was like the reverse. So it, it, oh, it, um, shit. 
because it had Metro, Goldwyn, Stu, whatever, the, the one with the lion. Uh, it had Universal, it had Monkey Paw Productions, and each of them were flipped, basically. So the Universal logo came from the left-hand side instead of the right-hand side, and it said, ah. Lena Vesuya, like, like, you know, Universal, but Universal. Okay, I, mean, I wasn't trying to do French, I was just, all right. It well, almost sounded French, though. I mean, I'm just that, that full of culture. <laughs> And then Monkey Paw Productions was mirrored the other way. It was all mirrored, like, and everything. And then, yeah, and then dropped. Because, yeah, it was, I don't know. It's a real tight movie. It's only about an hour and a half, so it moves real quick. I know. And that may actually be to its detriment. I was just going to say that. I feel like they really missed out on getting some more footage just of everything happening, like, I just, yeah, I feel like they really could have delved into the sort of more of the themes that they wanted to because it had, like, it has a very strong theme around, like, race, gentrification, Mm -hmm. police brutality, all of that stuff. But I feel like because it's so quick, it's only just sort of, like, lightly touched on and not really, like, yeah, it could have, I feel like the film was almost a missed opportunity. I feel like if Jordan Peele had more involvement in it, like, with, maybe the directing and more of the screenwriting, it could be like, it would have been way more hyped, I think. And yeah, a little bit beefier. Well, I think the question, the question I'm going to ask right now is how much Jordan Peele have you watched? Not, not a lot. Just his known, like his real hits. So like the three, well, cause he's only done three movies. Oh, well then I've watched those. <laughs> I don't know why I assumed, yeah, I assumed you were going to be like, no. have you seen his first uh, Yeah, his, his, his first was film was actually an experimental um, picture yeah. of my frat hole. <laughs> his, uh, his university student film is on Vimeo. Yeah, I mean, many have actually considered the other film to be his first film, but I think he only really <laughs> became Jordan Peele after this yeah. one. No, uh... No, he's because he's only done. He's only he's been involved in a lot of productions, obviously. But his direct directorial, yeah. uh, the ones he's directed are, uh, 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 shit, Get Out, Us, and No. So I, you've seen those yes. three, I assume. Yeah, I've seen those three. Yeah. What do you? Th- I mean, it's a bit. It's a bit rough actually to talk about him though, because it's not him who directed it. It's someone, some other. It's really uh, not. Lady, it's near to Costa. Let's Costa Maybe let's have a look at what else she's done. She's more of a writer than a director, as far as I can see. Yeah. Um, Oh, hold on. No, sorry. The directing stuff. Oh, she she just did the Marvels. That's why it looks so familiar. Yeah, she she did the Marvels, and she did Candyman. And she also did a Candyman short. And she wrote wrote with both as well. Um, I like... Have you seen Marvels? The Marvels? No, I haven't. I've sort of given up on the Marvel Universe. I've got the fatigue. Yeah. That's fair. It's look, it's the Marvels fun. is fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's not brilliant. It's not groundbreaking, but it looks good. And I think this movie also looks really good. I think there's especially yeah. the one that the one shot that really sticks out to me is the one where he goes to that art critic's house or department, sorry, and then he's you know having his little meltdown, and then. He leaves, and we have the outside shot of her getting murdered by the Candyman. Instead of mm. it's it's like a real quick we see through the windows instead of uh you know what you know what I'm trying to describe? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the one. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Sorry. He sees himself <laughs> as the handyman. Yeah. Oh, I, I was just tentatively yeah. listening. No, thank you. I appreciate that. Not like me. It's constantly like, yo, uh-huh, yo. Oh, no, yo, I do that uh-huh. too. I'm trying to be better, especially in a podcast <laughs> yeah. because it's like, oh, yeah. uh, sorry, you go. No, you go. No, you go. I mean, because I just couldn't I just be bothered editing it all out as well. So sometimes I just leave it in and it's just me being like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 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 I'll do it again. Love <laughs> murder. Uh, but I'm, I must say, though, with the deaths, mm. the stakes were just too low. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, none the- of the deaths, you cared about the characters. They were all kind that's of true. douches anyway. So you were kind of like, oh, good, here's Candyman. That might, I feel like that's also part of the character of Candyman. Like, he's well, a murderer, say, but you're also sort of rooting for him. And you sort of, like, empathize with him. I was going to say, like, isn't it kind of the point, though, is that he, the only people he kills are, uh, does he kill any, I don't think he kills a single black person, right? Nah. He doesn't kill any black people because the point is, is that he's killing people who are kind of mocking or threatening the culture of the ghetto. And at least this, this is obviously how I read it. But he's only he's there to protect protect the black people. Basically, he's there to um, yeah. protect their culture and protect their right to. Um, I mean, these places that they turned into homes, even though they were pretty shitty places like that's not their fault obviously that's the government's fault for giving them garbage garbage places to uh live in but that's what i thought so i thought he was kind of this avenging angel type character who because he doesn't it's like kind of like because that's the thing at the end he doesn't kill uh the person who summoned him he he, the, the girlfriend he kills the cops who are threatening her with jail time if they don't comply to the story that they're feeding her yeah and i agree so i think yeah so i think he's he's kind of like this uh symbol of against racial oppression i guess uh so the problem is is that i don't know if i'm really the person to make these claims uh it's true i i I don't know i i would love what would have been clever for both of us is if we both read maybe some black-led writings on this film but i kind of ran out of time today to do that i was hoping i could but i just didn't have a chance to and so i'd love because i'd love to know what the um black community thinks of this film and how they feel they're presented and how they feel the themes are because i'm obviously getting my white viewing of this film uh yeah no there's a very but, good one that i just started watching but i yeah i ran out of time yeah, oh um, well, if you've heard anything Jordan, though, go for it um no no i only watched like the first six minutes of it before mm. i had to go to work oops uh, but it's it's about this candy man he also does another one about the original it's mm. Laron Redis. Maybe we can try and link it in um the description or something so people can read more about it. Because I think I will keep watching it after this because I was very intrigued about it and I would like to see like a bit of an analysis about it. And I also mm. feel like we are missing that first film that to sort of lay that down. Is, but, do you know if the first film and even maybe its sequels are that um connected to black the black community and all that the first one definitely is is the two might be more of just a bloodbath like like going off the hype of the first one 
Okay. Yeah, well, I think it was pretty for its time too, like being the nineties. I think I think it was pretty prolific in that. About well, yeah. Cool. I mean, obviously, yeah. I really did actually want to watch that one. That was the one I was kind yeah. of having to watch because I, I don't like watching the back end of a franchise first if I can help it. Says the guy. Who I know. Watched only the modern Godzillas. Um, <laughs> yeah, shut up. But yeah, yeah. At least I'm watching some of them because comparative to you, I'm only one. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm such a pleb. I'm such a pleb. <laughs> Uh, but, but yeah, uh, it's oh yeah, you want to go? <laughs> so I guess it's I guess it's just yeah, the deaths I suppose why they're killed and everything is sort of up for debate. Like if it's yeah. worth if it's if they were worth it. I mean the the five teenage girls possibly not. Well, although it was a bit. The way dumb. I saw the way I saw the five teenage girls was that they were kind of appropriating black culture for like a, a gag. If you really like, well, not not that any of them explicitly do anything that's black per se but it's more that you know they're doing they're saying Candyman for fun just in the movie. oh no they, he does kill a bunch of black people he kills the two little kids who um because he kills the brother of the guy <gasps> who's does. actually the bad guy so oh my now God, my whole gonna... my theory's out the window now I don't know um he's kind I don't of know. well it's sort of explained why he needs to be there because he's like sort of the antithesis of of Freshman. like no, no gentrification like oh sorry yes gentrification. he's helping like yeah. sort of combat that by having that like myth within the community it like yeah. what was he describing it as like almost like a protector yeah um like a rich Let's... it was like if thing if bad things happened like they could blame it on Candyman. yeah like he like, was sort of like, like a, a scapegoat like a catch-all, like to say, so that no one has to be outed. They can, you can point at an urban myth and say this is why something's gone. So the police don't have like a real reason to come in. I mean, obviously they do, but they're not going to get that much information. Yeah. From it. They just blame it all on a fake dude. A fake yeah, dude. I, a fake fella. I think so. I think that's where I'm getting my idea of it. He's meant to be kind of like a bit of a not a protector, but like a protector's the really the wrong word. I'm not sure why yeah. I'm deciding to hone on that. He is a villain. Like he's a movie villain. But he does the right thing at the end. I don't know. Does he? Uh, I mean, he kills I mean, the cops. Yeah, like it when he kills the yeah. cops, that's like the and he doesn't kill. Uh, I don't remember her name. Ah, um, uh, Bernadette. Bern- is that her name? Bernadette. Bernadette. I need to. Brianna. Wow, Brianna? that was not really that close. I mean, it was a B name. So I think that's also like a big issue with this movie is that who's the main character? It's a bit. It's a bit of a hassle to figure out who you're supposed to actually be properly following in this yeah. movie. It, it's because it. It obviously it starts off with uh, the cold open with um. I can't William remember. when he's a little boy. Is that his name, William? Yeah, William when he's a little boy, exactly. And then uh, it cuts to Brianna. Brianna's what was it? Uh, Brianna, Brianna's um brother, brother Troy. And his boyfriend, and you're like, oh, this is our main character then. And yeah, then, true. then they rock up to the house, and it's actually maybe the sister is the main character. But then we actually focus in on the boyfriend, the artist, who is the problem, Anthony, for like most of the movie. But then he kind of just falls into madness, and then the sister becomes the main character again. So there's an issue of trying to figure out who you're supposed to be 
kind of paying attention to I, I mean obviously you're supposed to pay attention to the whole movie and the whole movie isn't that confusing but it's like there's a it's not easy to maintain a connection to any one character because no one gets to maintain the spotlight which yeah. look isn't a horrible thing it's i'm making this sound worse than it actually is because as I mentioned i i do think this is a actually a really good movie i just think it's not scary and that's because we're never attached to a, a character who we ever believe is really properly in danger yeah because uh, that's what a horror movie that's what that's what a horror movie is scary about it's when characters you like are in really spooky situations but it's the stakes it's the exactly the stakes as because you, you said there was no stakes to these deaths because we don't give a shit if they die because you know when he's in the elevator that's probably maybe the spookiest scene but it's not spooky it's uh nah. the, the elevator with all the mirrors because he walks into an elevator full of mirrors and you're like Look at all those mirrors. He's gonna be fucked, isn't he? Look at look yeah. at all those fucking mirrors. The dude's screwed. He's not. He's fine. Uh, and yeah, and it's a good. It's, it is a good scene as well because the blood drips down and he looks up and then they see. But it's no build to that. It kind of just. I think that's maybe the other problem. The other problem with the movie is that there's no build to any scare. It's just, it's just the scare happens. Yeah, it's almost like it's really excited to show you the cool scares. So the movie's like, dude, okay. Check this out. Check this out. Cut the ball. I have a really cool scare to show you. I have a really cool scare to show you. I'm just wait, just wait. Hold on. No, actually, I'm going to show you right now. I'm going to I'm going to show you right now. I'm too excited. The movie just gets <laughs> I, really excited and shows you to the scare immediately. <laughs> I feel I agree, and I feel like I feel like the scariest scene for me was at the beginning with the hole in the wall when he's at the laundry. Oh yes, because actually, that's probably you just the started the movie and you're like you don't know if he's going to kill the little boy or like what mm -hmm. exactly is going to come out of the hole. Mm -hmm. And then you sort of know that that's the, like, vil like you know that's Candyman. Mm -hmm. And then after that, you're kind of like, I don't know, it just slowly becomes less and less tense because you're like, oh, obviously the artist has that sort of connection and he's going to be there the whole time. He's not getting killed yeah. off. And, yeah, I do, I do agree. It needs that, like, build up, like that really slow, painful, like, oh, mm -hmm. my God, when is there going to be a jump scare? But you just, there isn't even really jump scares. It's just sort of like. Here he comes with his claw and then slice. And you're like, all right, yeah, pack it up. Like, there's some clever work with the mirrors, and like he'll because it's clever in the way that it's it's a clever way. Okay, sorry, it's 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 obvious stuff to do with the mirrors, but it's clever in the fact that they got to use those mirrors and the built-in factor of a mirror. Because then there's something behind you, and you turn and look, but it's not there or something like that, or. He's peering yeah. through a door that's that's not he's not peering through like there's an inbuilt genius to that level of horror in the premise of something stuck in a mirror. Um, yeah, yeah, but it doesn't feel like they use it to the full extent than they could. And while there is some really good shots, he's too he's revealed too much. Yes, and because he's just a dude with a hook hand, which is spooky in practice but as a horror movie villain is pretty chill yeah comparatively and then the other thing is that it just does it's 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 almost, i think the movie kind of almost things are a little bit too stupid to realize certain things because it will be like he's in the corner of your eye but it's in that corner that's really big it's like a really big corner of your eye <laughs> <laughs> so it's not hidden as much because what's spooky like i don't know if have you seen it chapter one yeah 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 i have yeah Love it. you know that scene where 
uh, for want of a better term, the fat kid is in the library and he's <gasps> looking at the book. And the librarian's just oh, standing great. behind him. And you're kind of even like, is that something I should be noticing? Like, is that maybe That's just what the extra- I thought. I thought the- I was like, well, no one else is yeah. noticing that. But I was like, it's like, is that is what is that is that a, a thing or am I just like that's spooky because that's you're even questioning if that's anything. Um, and there's it another scene like, sort of oh. like that when it Beverly goes to visit her dad's old house and the naked lady like runs in yes. the back and you're like, yes. what the fuck was that? Like your attention's immediately diverted, but it happens so quick that you're like, what was that? Yeah, <laughs> and then you very... feel also unnerved. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's, that's, that's part. That would be part two, though. So just for people, who could, if anyone's confused, that's oh, part true. two. True. Um, melts but yeah, to one, doesn't it? It does. I mean, I don't even really like part two. But I like part one. <gasps> no, I like um, it. We're not doing this conversation now. Anyway, <laughs> we are. We can't. No, we can't. We are. We are. We are. Back to Kenny. Back to Kenny. Yeah, um, but in in this movie, there's no level of there's like the same type of scares happening. You see stuff happening in the background. You see him standing there. Or you see him in a doorway in the very background but it's not actually that very in the background it's pretty seeable it's pretty noticeable so you're not left wondering oh shit did something just move out of frame you're left wondering why can i see him so clearly uh you want to hide man dude you're not doing a good job of being spooky man so no i think it's a really good looking movie i think all the performances are really good Mm, i think it just it needs more and the script's good too is what yes. i can say as well so the writing is really good as well it just think i don't know this i guess it, it needs whatever that x factor is in a horror film that makes it scary you know what i mean like it needs you know hey it needs an extra needs 20, more, 20 30 minutes exactly 20, 20 30, 30 minutes. minutes where it can build to all the scares it's trying to give you yeah you can, more, you can, more character maybe, more showing the characters more builds mm-hmm. More like kills because I feel like yeah. it, there's not even that many kills in the whole movie it's either. Pretty tame because it takes a while yeah. to actually get to a point where the kills are happening, and then the movie mm. is basically over. It pretty it, it it ends so quickly after the and obviously that's a bit of an exaggeration, but it ends so quickly after the after the first set of kills. It it's maybe an hour later and that's it. Yeah, and you got to put because you got to put in the new revelations of the law into that part as well you can't just be all killing you gotta do lore you gotta do development you gotta do our main character going insane and having a whack-ass hand which by the way if your hand ever looks like that go immediately to a doctor like that's what i'll say in my head reaches that point i think I, like, Dude. Look, I understand i understand that american uh healthcare is garbage i do i really do but I think being in debt is better than losing a hand because it looked like you like it. You very early on, it looked like your hand was going to be lost, like because he has the the bite right, like the sting. Yeah. But then it goes all like craggy and scaled Hard. pretty early, quickly afterwards. Doctor, immediate doctor. That's bees don't do that. I literally wrote that in <laughs> like, my notes. I literally wrote, "Go to the fucking doctor for that sting, man." That would Dude, be so disturbing. Idiot. Imagine getting this bite, you wake up and it's like literally fossilized. Mm-hmm. And Doctor, I also feel like that was a missed opportunity for some really yeah. cool. <laughs> I feel like it'd be a good Sorry. chance for some body horror because, like, no, you're fine. When Williams like got them, got this the um Brenner kidnapped, 
and he cuts off Anthony's yeah. hand. I feel like I thought yeah. that the movie was building to his hand naturally falling off from like the bee sting because it looked so like decrepit. And I'm like, it would have been awesome if he like ripped it off himself or if William like cracks it. Like, why does it need to be sawed off? That doesn't even, it didn't even look that cool because the lighting got so dark in that last like 10, 15 minutes. I was so annoyed because the lighting was so good at the start, like real crisp and like colorful. And then it's so dark, you can't see shit. And you're like, okay, I, I hate when horror movies get dark in the last 20 minutes. Why? Mm. That's supposed to be when all the all the shit hits the fan. I totally agree. I think what I thought was going to happen was like his hand was going to like transform into the claw in some way, or like his hand was going to pop off and underneath his hand was going to be the claw. Like I feel like that would have been kind of cool. I agree. But, no. Mm. Did you see the twist that he was the baby that got kidnapped? Did you see that twist I did. coming? I didn't. I missed that somehow. I don't know why. But I didn't. I get think it. it's because you. It's because you needed to have watched the first one, and I. I literally just read the wiki plot for the first one just to understand if there's anything I missed, and the baby was oh. called Anthony, so I was like, oh. okay, gotcha. I, I, when didn't it, even, I didn't realize. I only put the two together when he went to see his mom, and I was like, okay. Oh well, when he went when he went to see his mom, that's when they explain it. Yeah, <laughs> so maybe I didn't pick up that. <laughs> That's when they say it, Jess. <laughs> no, it was before it was said, and he's sitting there, and I'm like, Anthony, why do I know that name? It's just funny for you to, like, it's just funny to imagine <laughs> you watching maybe a, a, like, a, I don't know, a whodunit mystery film, and you know, like, yeah, like, like you watching, I don't I know, know let's do lot. Knives Out, let's do Knives Out, and, and Benoit Blanc is, like, explaining that, uh, you know, <laughs> as well as a lot for uh, Knives Out, Chris Evans is the one who did it, and you're like, yeah, I knew that, I figured that out, right, then, like, that's I when, he, out when it. he said it was him. Yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> that was the clue that drove me to know, realizing that this was the bad guy. No. <laughs> but yeah, Listen, I, I didn't... No, this is blockbuster, not slackbusted. Yeah. As you <laughs> were. Was that? Yeah, but yeah. Uh, so I didn't. I didn't realize. So I didn't realize that that baby. So I didn't. Oh, okay, let let me rephrase. I didn't realize that the baby. That whole plot was actually the first movie. I didn't know know that. Okay, because yeah. that was really cool. Like, the shadow puppet stuff was sick. That was my favorite part of the film. It was so stylized. I and really cool enjoyed the puppets. I think that was probably it wasn't the scariest stuff, but it was the most disturbing because the puppets were just so creepy. They were just so disturbing, yeah. and and like what they were doing because what what they were doing was horrible. Because it was you know obviously white people being absolutely disgusting to black people, and yeah. and and what what the, the the story that would go along with it was horrifying to hear, and then the puppetry which was you know obviously what you're actually watching is pretty tame because it's a puppet uh yeah. but you can imagine what is going on through the what's happening to the puppet you can extract you can you yourself can extrapolate the horror horror horrifying shit that's going on through yeah. that so it's really clever and it was really good cool cool looking and it did look sick yeah, I just I think that was some of the coolest stuff, and I think uh, the paintings were actually really cool. But I do agree, it doesn't leave a lot to the uh, 
imagination. It really is kind of hitting you over the head with what it's um, trying to say, which I think yeah. you need, when it comes to art, you need to be a bit more like, oh, what's going on? Not this is what's going on. This, this, yeah. this, is, this is what's going this, this, this. on. You know? Yeah. But yeah, I. I think I'm going and to I say also, the same thing. Oh, yeah, you go. I also feel like the protagonist, like Anthony, was just kind of a wanker, just <laughs> in general. Like, oh my god, that moment when they're watching the news after the curator and the intern oh, died, and he's like, yeah. he's like, he's like, they said my name and my art and news. my painting. Like, Dude, name. yeah. Mm, it's like that is yeah. so lame. I was know that that's not... the part. Oh, sorry. Oh no. Yes. What do you think? Well, I was gonna say, is it maybe the because you know he's like he's like they said my name is that because he's bitten by the bee at that point, right? So maybe like yeah. that's immediately like the Candyman stuff creeping into his brain or something. I feel like I it is know. supposed to show a change of like personality. Because yeah, I don't know. But that, like, it could have been a really little more subtle. Scene, it was a really weird scene, though. I think. I think maybe though. See, once again, if you'd had Wonga. You could have done more kills before you hit that point, and you could have been a bit more insane before he says, "Hey, look, look at this murder piece. I'm in it. That's pretty rare." I'm a star. I'm a star. And I don't want to be a hater. I don't want to be a hater, but I feel like the gay brother, like the couple, Mm. they literally did not need to be in the movie. Interesting. I guess they really don't don't do anything, huh? Yeah. They're only there to provide context. It's true. That kind of like because the yeah. brother tells the story of the first movie. Yeah, and, and he's also like he sort of is like, "Oh, your boyfriend's a deadbeat artist. Like, oh la la, we need to move yeah. dad's stuff out of the attic because he's dead now." And it's like, okay, could we have shown that in a little more clever way instead of just having this whole character yeah. that takes up quite a lot of screen time? And yeah. we don't even see him at the end or anything. It's like, okay. I don't know. Like, I feel like there was a lot of loose ends at the end of it. The movie ends kind of like a Batman movie, though, because <laughs> it's like, um, Tell everyone. well, yeah, he's it's like, you know, at the end of like the Dark Knight, it's Jim Gordon doing his speech like we he's the hero that we deserve, but not the one we need. Or he's something along those lines. And he's not we uh, deserve. It's what we need. That's what I said. No, you said it's <laughs> not. We des- it's not what we need. It's all. Wait, you said no, it's not I what said, we deserve, it's what we need. I'll Wait, is that not the same thing? <laughs> no, it's two different. What? That's crazy. What we I'm deserve. And, if I deserve a spank. No, no, I know the, the, the words are just the, the order of it. I was getting confused by. He's, oh. not, the, he's not the hero, the hero we, that we need. We, but deserve. The hero that we deserve. Yeah, I think that's what I said. It's but the in hero. the wrong order. Because it's the hero Gotham deserves, but not the one it needs right now. It's not the hero we want, it's what we need. Or is that Nanny McPhee? I, I love Nanny McPhee. Uh, I don't think Great want movie, comes guys. into it at all. Nanny McPhee says it though. Well, Nanny McPhee <laughs> can say whatever the fuck she wants. She's in not the in Nanny Batman. McPhee movie, she says My point When you need when you want that... me, when you need me, when you don't want me, but you need me, I'll stay. When you uh wait. <laughs> when you what want me but don't need saying? me, I'll go. When you need me, but do not want me, then I must stay. When you want me, but no longer need me, then I have to go. Shout out Annie McPhee. Great films. 
I watched it once and I hated it. Uh, There's two movies, so um, which one, one, one did you watch? First one. First one. You're unbelievable. The second no, one's better anyway. Well, I'm not gonna watch it. Uh, <laughs> no, as I was saying, it ends like a Batman movie because he's like, same, like tell, tell tell everyone, and he's like behind a chain link fence, and then it ends like Candyman. That's like kind of how the Dark Knight ends. And mm. anyway, that's just the thought I had. You know, like how in the Batman when he's like, "I need to become a symbol, but like not one of vengeance, but one of justice and hope." Become Batman, and it also is to change the thing, dude. The Batman two better be really good. That's all I can say. The yeah. the Robert Pattinson Batman. Yeah, yeah. I think be it'll be good. good. I think it I will think be. be. I have faith in both Pato and. Matt Reeves, because I, I forgot his name. The director, Matt Reeves. Yeah, shout out Matt Reeves. Shout out Matt Reeves. He needs it. Maybe. He's he's a he's a struggling artist. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he should direct the um third Netting McVee movie, just to add a I little change dead. of tone. Jazz, jazz, jazz. <laughs> I think Netting McVee may have died as a franchise jazz. Um, I'm reigniting the fandom. All right, viewers, sound off in the comments if you're an Eddie McPhee fan, if you're an Eddie Stan. This fucking condiments, condiments thing again. We don't have comments. Sound right? off in the fan mail if you're Leave an Eddie McPhee stan. I'm going to write some anonymous fan mail about Eddie McPhee. I'm going to know who it is. I'm going to know who it is. No, you won't know. On the, how you're not going to know it's me. I'll make what, a new what, email. A new email? I'm going to message your dad you. to make a rating about You don't Eddie know McPhee. my dad. I'm going to find him. You don't know my dad. I'll that's weird. Easily. That's, cre- that's really creepy. Um, but also, I'm going to know that anyone who talks about Nanny McPhee is just you, because no one else is going to write it. No, because the viewers are going to be like, oh my god, Nanny McPhee, I love that movie. I should send in a review. No one's going to do that. Your dad will. He's going to say my name five times in the mirror, and I'm going to come for him. But, like, I come for him as in force him to sit down and watch both Nanny McPhee film, <laughs> do a Nanny McPhee marathon. <laughs> Nanny McPhee, Nanny McPhee thrown. <laughs> Nanny McTharathon. Nanny McTharathon. <laughs> <laughs> <Having> a stroke. <laughs> John's Bond's having a stroke. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I'm ready to do ratings. Are you ready to do ratings? Um, That's a great question, Mitch. That yeah, I can't ratings? wait to answer in a couple seconds. Because I have it ready. Uh, good. Good. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I've got him. Don't worry about it. I've got him. Oh, dude, I so believe you. I think you should go first though, just so because I know you really uh, okay. want to give your rating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is this is my rating. Candyman. 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 Only four. It's just four. Four Candymans. <laughs> Damn, out of five? Yeah, out of five. I I thought it looked really good. I just I I thought it was fun. I thought it looked really good. I thought the acting was really good. I thought the scripting was really good. I just... Oh, to be fair, as a horror movie, it does kind of fail, but I thought it was enjoyable enough as is without that. Because I was still, like, invested in the... the I was invested in, like, the urban uh, mythology side and the the actual yeah. message. The actual message I, I, I found interesting and I liked that part of the movie enough that maybe even though the horror failed... It yeah. was still a good movie to me, and it was still like something I think people should watch, 
even if it's it was not a, a sketch. It had a very well, strong message, which is because even then it means people who aren't that good at horror movies can give this one a go because it's not actually too spooky. So give it a go. Yes. It is still gory. So if you can't do gore, don't watch. But if your gore is not your problem, but spookiness is, give this one a go. It's not as spooky as other horror movies. There yeah. you go. And it's a cool message. It does. Cool message is not the word I should have used. Good, good message. <laughs> really fun. <laughs> Fun, epic oh. message for the kids. Oh, swagalicious, uh, coolicious message. What was the thing you sent me earlier today? <laughs> swagalicious. Like, was it awesome swagalicious? Sauce? Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're calling the movies. Candyman 2, Awesome Sauce. Candyman 2? Well, okay. It's technically 4, Candyman 4. Yeah. Alright, so for my rating, I'm giving it one minty, one chomp, and half a must stick out of five. So two and a half mm. out of five. That is low. I I just thought it was at, like, I just, I don't know. I wasn't emotionally engaged with it. I really That's liked fair. the message, but I feel like they just flopped with really, like, giving it life and yeah. meat. I just feel like I feel like they just missed the mark, and I if they made another Candyman, that like I don't know someone like if Jordan Peele did a fully directed one or someone else that's very involved in that kind of like theme, I would give it another go because I feel like it has a lot of potential. Ah, I love sweet things. Don't you love sweet food things, Jazz? I don't mm. want to entertain that. Yum, yum. And there's nothing sweeter than Jazz and Mitch's mini media. <laughs> yum, yum. Also seamless. Oh, dude, I'm what you would call a professional. I didn't know where that was going, but I'm glad it went here. Um, do you want to go first? I can't remember who went first last week, so do you want to go first? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm happy to go first. Um, my mini media of the week. Mm. Um, I hear you muttering over there, so keep your keep your trap shut because this is okay. you don't want to hear this. This is your, this is your mini media. True. My mini media of the week is drum roll, online chess. Ah. <laughs> you didn't really give me a chance to drum roll, but all right. Well, you need to be speedier, speedier with I, it. I went as fast as I could. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right, people. Online chess can't get enough Actually, of it. What's your ELR? My, your what, ELR? My, sc- my score? I think so. It's, listen, guys, it's not high. It's in the 400s. It's not high. It's because I win big and then I lose big. It's like poker. Yeah, I was going to say, do you play chess like poker? <laughs> well, I'll, like, win. So I'll win, like, three or four games and then I'll lose, like, five. And so I, like, lose mm-hmm. everything I've made. But I feel like I'm getting a lot better since I've been playing online. And I just do it for fun. I do it on the tram. I get really into it. I get aggro. Like, someone takes my queen. I'm so ang- Like, it's a real emotional reaction. Yeah. Interesting. What would you say... What's your favorite move, chess move? I like the four... The, Four move checkmate, like with the queen, where it's like I don't know. I don't know chess, by the way. Like I'm not oh! a chess person. You look like you play chess. Thank you. I'm going to be offended now. 
Yeah, that is that's an insult. Coming from me, yeah. a chess player, yeah. yes, an insult. Oh, it's a fun game. It's like it's competitive, but very enjoyable. I used to do chess club back at yeah, high you, school. You would, you would, and I was not good at it. Like, was oh. humbled constantly. But it's it's something addictive. You get when you get a win, the rush that you feel of endorphins is unmatched. Better than heroin. Because you've done heroin, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the voice of heroin over here. Chess is yeah. better, guys. Transition I, to chess. I, uh, it's, it's a trend. Heroin is the gateway drug to chess. <laughs> Absolutely. I um I played a game of chess, my first game of chess in a long time, actually, earlier this, uh, like, earlier this year being, what, like, maybe less than a month ago, maybe a month ago, even. Uh, I, yeah. I won. Um, oh. But I, I, it was a bad win in that oh, I could have won three times earlier, but I was really, like, stupid and kept not, like, noticing checkmates. Yeah. Until after I moved, there. which was really annoying. Uh, I won, and it's the I'm it's it's part it's the first game of my adult career. It's my first All win right. of my adult career, and I'm just gonna uh, I'm just gonna quit now and win like leave with a hundred percent win ratio. Yeah, leave with a high. I agree. Yeah. Um, the person I played it against was one who could actually play chess. I was very against playing it, but <laughs> I think she regretted. Yeah, because you beat her. Well, she yeah, was humbled quick. I don't think she thought she was going to win either, though. Neither of us really went into it thinking we were going to win, which is kind of sad <laughs> that both of us had no faith in ourselves. No but faith in yourself at all. Also, I, I guess for her, she was correct. But for me, it's this is getting sad. This is getting really sad. Um, <laughs> yeah, not you overtaking my mini media with your grim Grinch attitude. <sighs> I'm so sorry. Do you have anything more to say about um, online chess? <laughs> That's my piece. I don't think I have anything more to elaborate. What's yours? What's your mini media? Uh, my mini media is the Christmas film Klaus. Oh. I watched it twice <laughs> this past week. You've watched it twice? Uh, I've watched it twice. I watched it once by myself. And then yesterday, so, okay, a bit of a story. Last week, Monday, my parents and I watched Barbie, me for the second time, my parents for the oh, first time. Love Barbie. And I said, we need to do Barbenheimer. We need to watch Oppenheimer immediately afterwards. Yeah. And they were like, Mitchell, it's about 10 o'clock at night. We're not watching a three-hour-long film at 10 o'clock at night. And I said, you guys suck. I can't believe you did this to me. I don't think i love you guys anymore like it was like a normal conversation whoa um, whoa there whoa. don't you have that conversation with your parents all the time like you, you try and like guilt them through like emotional manipulation that's normal right yeah must be a must be a melbourne thing you're in melbourne i know but i'm not from melbourne we'll have this conversation later <laughs> uh anyway no, I didn't do that. I was just like, yeah, fair enough. And then mom and I, because my dad, my dad's the one who has to go to bed early because he has to get up early. So mom and I just watched um, Love Actually together instead. Oh, um, I don't like Love Actually, by the way. It's, it's, of course it's you don't. No, I like other chick flicks, okay? I just don't like this you one. You don't seem to like a lot of rom-coms. I'm seeing a pattern here. Just Notting Hill. I love Four Weddings and a Funeral. I okay. liked... Bridget Jones's diary a lot. I oh. thought Bridget Jones's diary was really good. Okay? Did you watch I that recently? Movie. I did. I did watch it. Because recently. I think I told you to watch that. 
No, I watched it on my own accord. Thank you okay, very much. You actually, you may have great movie. you may have told me, but then I forgot and just watched it anyway. Oh, it's a great movie. It's a comfort it movie. Is, I love man. Hugh Grant is so hot, yet he's such a prick. He's such a little douche in that movie. Damn. Colin Firth. I love Colin Firth though. Colin Firth is it's so a, it's a modern Pride and Prejudice. It's probably the best well, adaptation, you... aside from um Keira Knightley's one. Maybe. I thought the BBC one was like the best ever. Yeah, it's too long. I'm thinking movies. It's a mini series. It's a mini series. Anyway, so I watched Klaus twice. So okay, Okay. yeah, because once was with by myself just to watch the movie. So I heard it was really good. And then this Monday we were supposed to watch Oppenheimer, but it turns out Oppenheimer is actually not ready for renting until the twentieth, which is sons of bitches in fifty one minutes. So. My parents were like, well, we should watch a Christmas movie. And they were putting out the usuals. And I went, you know what? Let's watch a new one. Well, new one for you guys. Old one. New one for me too, I guess. And I, we watched Klaus again. And man, I actually liked it more the second time. Because oh. the first time the first time I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot, by the way, both times. Um, but the first time I was kind of put off a bit because it had modern music in it. But it was in this kind of fan- not f- fantasy it's not fantasy fantasy but it's it's a bit fantastical um yeah like, kind of victorian era maybe a bit earlier than that type setting and but yeah there's some modern music in it like they have um the heavies uh how do you like me now how you like me now how you like me now in it and stuff like that oh. uh which is a really good song by the way i really like that song then i watched it the second time and the second time I was expecting the modern music. And th- at that time, it didn't pull me out. And if anything, I was like, oh, I like this a lot more because of this movie now. I really enjoyed this. So anyway, it was good. It's very fun. If you haven't seen it, it's just on Netflix. It's really cool. It's got an interesting animation style. It's what I think it's 3D designed to look like 2D. So it's this cool, weird look. Not weird looking, but it's very style- stylistic. Made after the Spider-Verse, so it actually has cool style, not people being boring as usual. Um, but yeah, highly recommend. It's so sweet. There's a scene in it where a little girl gets a sled, and then she plays with the sled uh, with okay. her parents, and there's a really cute song that goes over it. And man, that's the one reason why I don't hate Christmas this year, so... Uh, I'll have to give it a watch then. Highly recommend. It's a big recommend for me. I gave it a four the first time. And a, oh, hold on. What can I rate it? Four. Four. Four letters out of five. And then the f- second time, I'd give it four letters and a postcard after five. It's all about letters and like sending letters to Santa and stuff like that. So that's uh, gotcha, it, gotcha. That's, that's why I'm giving it letters. Um, anyway. That's the movie. Uh, that's my mini media. Um, I'd like to thank the Academy. Um, this bit's bad. Shout this out, Academy. Bit. Yeah, I hate the Academy. Don't you? Like it's, they're all just old and white and dumb. I know. They'll they die eventually. Movies. They give bad movies. I bet you they're going to give Wish the animated Oscar. I really do. Oh my god. If it no, wins, Surely I, Boy and the Heron. Oh, actually, I reckon that's a duke out. But I mean, Spider-Verse deserves it either way, so. Uh, 
Oh, true. But they won't give it to Spider-Verse, will they? I mean, they because they gave well, they gave it to Into, but Into wasn't competing against the hundredth anniversary Disney film or the most recent Miyazaki at the time. So yeah, I reckon we might. I reckon Spider Verse might be screwed. Uh, but yeah, let's yeah. can't compete with you guys. Let's move let's on. Move, yeah. Uh, hey. All right, Wanker. Oh, sorry, Whoa. I meant to say Wonka. Whoa there, cowboy. <laughs> we like to have fun on this podcast. <laughs> Directed. <laughs> it was your laugh that got me. My joke too was not that fun. funny. <laughs> too much fun. Oh, we're having too much fun. Time to be. Time to not be silly. Time to take it seriously. We've had fun. Now it's time to be serious. Yeah, we had Game fun with Candyman, and now yeah. it's time for a more serious film. Yeah, with Wonka. Yeah. Directed by Paul King, who did both Paddington films, and released in 2023. It stars, I don't know why I froze. I just freeze now at the start. I know that name. Timothy Chalamet, um, Carla Lane, Patterson Joseph, Olivia Coleman, Keegan-Michael Key, and Rowan Atkinson. Jazz, what happens in Wanka? Oh, sorry. I mean Wonka. Okay. You can't, you can't keep saying that. <laughs> Watch me. Watch me. Right. Watch me. Wonka 2023 is a prequel to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and follows the young, sprightly Willy Wonka on his journey to become a famous chocolatier and buying his very first little factory. But little does he know, he's in for a ride. Am I right? Uh, He falls into some trouble with some um, hotel owners and essentially becomes a slave, as you do. And also must face the, um, and I quote, chocolate cartel, who he once admired, and the corrupt sweet tooth police. And it's just a fun sing-along movie for all ages and chocolate lovers. Mm. Period. I I forgot to say Hugh Grant's in this movie as well. That was my bad. He is. I cannot believe he's in this. Apparently he hated it. Uh, he did, yeah. Which is unsup. I mean, he he's apparently kind of a dick, which is a bit unfortunate because I, I love. He's him. very English. I kind of love him, but Colin Firth's very English, and he's really polite. That's true. Hugh Grant's so, just a diva. All right, I'm going to hit you with an opinion right at the start, and it, <gasps> mm, I don't know because I don't know what you think about this movie. All right, jump and, it. Okay, I think this movie's pretty good. I think Timothy Chalamet was completely the wrong casting, though. I 100% agree. Oh, thank God. Okay. I 100% Because <laughs> I feel like we'll, if, if we didn't agree on that, that was going to be like the whole rest of the episode, which is us arguing <laughs> that. No. Okay. I, I literally wrote in my notes, Timothy was just Timothy. I was completely not like absorbed into the character of Wonka because all I could oh, see was man. Timothy in a top hat. Yeah, it, he. So, I want to preface, not preface, prologue this. I guess whatever. I want to say I think Timothy Chalamet is a good actor. However, he is good. He needs to be put in roles that work for him. So I'm talking uh, Paul Atreides from Dune. He works well in Dune. He works really well in Dune. Yeah. Uh, I really like him. 
in the, that one Greta Gerwig film. Well, he's actually in both. Little Lady Women. Bird and Little Women. I like him in both of those. He's yeah. good in both of those. He's good in Call Me By Your Name. He's good in Bones and All? I haven't seen Bones and All, so I can't oh, really talk about that. Oh, please watch it. Please watch it. There's a lot of movies I need to get around to. There's a lot of movies I need to get around to. I'm a busy guy. I got a lot of movies like, to watch. I feel like he's been in like hit after hit with movies and I feel like this is yes. just sort of his first roadblock in his acting think, career where it's just like oh you just missed the mark mate I think we found what he can't do and it's be whimsical he's not whimsical okay he's no. he's he's down to earth he's depressed he's quiet he's, he's very brooding he's intelligent and he's brooding Walker is none of those things but, uh, no, but listen but listen because yeah. I wrote I wrote here in my little notes app, which I have sure. to, otherwise I'll just forget. Yeah. He wasn't quirky, whimsical enough for the Johnny Depp mm. Willy Wonka. And yeah. he wasn't cunning or intense enough for Gene Wilder's Willy Wonka. I think he tried to be both or more Johnny Depp, and he just isn't. I think he honestly, if he'd actually, I feel like if he'd honed in on Gene Wilder's one, it would have been a way more interesting, like, character. Yeah. Well, because the thing is, is that this movie is, is quite clearly does not give a shit about the Johnny Depp version of the film, or the story, no. sorry. This oh, film no. this film is taking straight songs and quotes from the 1970 Gene Wilder version. And I think you're meant, I think you're, it's not directly stated. There's obviously no direct set, uh, uh re- recollection as well like there's there's nothing that properly directly ties beyond words and songs but i really do think that this is meant to be the gene wilder totally yeah okay which is even more confusing why he would go whimsical like 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 goofy so my mum, i saw this with my mum and dad and then we went home and we watched the other two charlie (gasps) the chocolate factory like directly after and it was very fun to actually yeah. watch all these back to back. Like it was fun to watch Wonka. Cause then we went home, we watched Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, which is the 1970 version. And yeah, then after true. that, we watched Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which is the Tim Burton like 2000 whatever version. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it watching, cause I wouldn't have caught, I didn't catch these when I first watched uh, Wonka. Cause I'm actually not, I was not that overly familiar with the 1970 version. When mm. I grew up, I watched pretty much only the the other one. I'm going to start writing out words. Jo- thank you, Tim Burton, Johnny Depp. Me too. I watched that one. Me too. Um, I also read the book, but I, that's been a while since I read the book as well. And yeah, you know. But so because there's yeah, as mentioned, this obviously there's the song um, which I'm blanking now. It's like uh, uh, come with me. Oh, oh no! I was gonna, come with me, and you'll see a world of yeah. your imagination. That's in both movies. Um, there's other quotes obviously like the one he doesn't it's only exact exact quote but there's like in in willy wonk in the chocolate factory uh he says so little to do so much time to do uh so so little to see so much time to do it or something it's like oh scratch that reverse it and then obviously in this version he says something like um listen up and settle down no settle down and listen up scratch that reverse it did i say that right i don't think no listen something like that no, quiet listen, down, listen. Thank you. Uh, quiet up and listen down. No, quiet up and settle. Yeah, settle up and listen down. <laughs> settle up and listen down. That's it. Nope, 
Scratch that. Reverse it. So quiet up and listen down. Nope. Scratch that. Reverse it. Scratch that. Reverse it. Which is like a direct thing. And then also, I don't remember the exact quote, but there's the part when he reunites Noodle with his mom, her mom, sorry. And the Oompa Loompa says, a, a good act in the world of misery or something along those lines. Yeah. That's a direct, that's a direct quote that Gene Wilder's, um, Willy Wonka says at the end of that movie as well. So I, and also the factory that he builds, the, the chocolate forest looks a lot like the one that's in the Gene Wilder version as well. So there's all those things to say that I'm pretty sure is the Gene Wilder version. Yeah. And the thing I love about the Gene Wilder is my favorite version. And yeah. this is like the first time I've seen the Gene Wilder version, by the way. And the Gene Wilder is my favorite version because he's so fucking mean. He's such a mean guy. He is so cunning and like. He's so mean. Real cunning psychotic <laughs> straight up manipulative um, manipulative I, he's like the parts where like kids are like going to do something that he knows is bad and he's told them not to but then they're doing he's like no stop come back he's like straight yeah. up doing it with a bored accent don't just stand there do something hell police murder it's tomato soup it's hot and creamy i can actually feel it running down my throat stop don't look at me i'm gonna be the first person in the world to be sent by television hey get away Stop, don't come back. Um, he was talking about how my dad, as, as is infamous, my dad likes to watch these movies with an iPad in his hand and he likes to read about the movies as he's watching them. Uh, it's really sweet because he'll give us little tidbits after the movie and he'll say, Look what I found, look at this. And it's really helpful for me because it means I don't have to do any research on the movies either. So Gene Wilder wouldn't say yes to the film if he couldn't do the opening where he falls over and does a roll. Yeah, and the reason why he wanted to do that was because he wanted no one to believe, know if he was lying or not for the rest of the movie. Yeah, that's the type of really I love that. dealing with in that movie. And not here at all. Not no. here at all. No, <laughs> I feel like it. Tim. It, it does need it. I feel like having him be this like cunning young man in his like. Well, exactly, he's not really in his prime. He's sort of like almost there because he hasn't really settled into the chocolate yet. But like. Yeah. He should be, like, top of his game, really. Um, he's not old yet. But he's, mm. like, he's kind of dopey. He's a bit of a, a, a dick. Not a dick. A, a nit. He's a nitwit. Yeah. He's he, a little bit silly, Billy. Yeah. Like, 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 the thing that he, the fact that he can't read is an interesting, that's, an, that's actually something I found interesting. And it explains why Willy Wonka any version of Willy Wonka says a lot of weird words all together like that. And I think that's an interesting explanation. However, keep that as a, keep that as a detriment to him, but don't make him as naive as he is. Yeah. Very naive. I think. Yeah. Because he's so, he's very well traveled by this point. Like he's been to a lot of places. He's already mentioned all these places he's been to. And he's yeah. this guy who can capture the essence of lightning in a bottle and also creates chocolates that make you fly. And he knows a bunch about the world, but apparently he doesn't realize that a contract that has a bajillion words on it and someone's literally whispering to you, make sure you read the fine print. He's not like, ah, oh, I will maybe get someone who can read the fine print. Instead, he's just like, I'm going to sign this. I'm going to sign this. That was so frustrating. It was really frustrating. And I mean, like, obviously, it's nice that they... Because I thought, is he fucking stupid? Like, is yeah. he... 
is he acoustic? Like, I don't know, man. Like, um, you, you know that meme? Uh, I do, really I do, okay, I do. Good. Yeah, I got, I got so, to, I got to say. I'm glad because if you didn't, that's going to be really awkward. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, so it's like, it's like, is he, is he dopey? Is he silly? Uh, no, he just can't read, which is like, save the character a little bit, but still, he's a bit dopey for not realizing that you shouldn't sign something you like that that you can't read. Yeah. But I, I did think but, it was kind of a cool plot point that he was trapped in this, like, almost really early in the film. He mm. he was stuck with this, like, pretty much life sentence. Because yeah. I, I actually didn't know where it was going to go after that, which I do give credit to the film because, yeah, I just, like, I thought it was going to be pretty predictable. It sort of did become a bit more by the end. But, but yeah, once he got locked up, I was like, ooh, like, what? What's going to happen to Mr. Yeah. Walker? Well, I mean, it kind of becomes a bit of like a heist movie for parts because they've got to be like yeah. sneaking around and planning and stuff like that. Um, the other thing, so, well, but yeah, I'm going to stop complaining now because I put a post across the point that I don't think that this really won't, I don't think this Wonka is very good. But yeah, as mentioned, I think the rest of the movie is really lovely. I think it's a really lovely film. I um, actually did enjoy it. It, you did or you didn't sorry <laughs> i actually did i did oh, okay i thought yeah. i was gonna be like this is painful but mm. the cast really pussy popped and oh, they goodness, carried yes. you know timothy's sort of lukewarm performance by being so lovable mm. and yes. like fun and i was like i'm actually i'm having a good time i'm glad i'm here no regrets Woo. i there's some obvious standouts like i think all three villains are really great especially the main guy slug slugworth which by the way, those are names that they ripped from the actual China Chocolate Factory book because there's um yes they're like his, his um they're actual nemesis. rivals in yeah they're actual Com- rivals in the, which is at, which is something I didn't realize until watching two other versions of this story back to back um but yeah like they they definitely are, are like I was that was interesting and I think that's that kind of goes speaks to the love to the uh, source material that's in this because you could just pick mm-hmm. random names. You really could have, but no, they they put in characters that actually make sense to be there. And but yeah, and so going on further, I think those three are great. Obviously, the main guy is the one who gets most of the attention, but the the guy who is from Horrible Histories, whose name I don't remember. Matthew. Uh, I can't remember, but he's the really he's the really hot one who did like Yes. He's pretty good. He's really hot. And he did um the one about the guy who who runs around and like pretended to be like a hero but it was actually I'm just kind a of a highway man something that's something, the one something. i that's can't the remember one. the name of who he that that historical figure is i but became a highway man i became a highway man was daylight robbery <gasps> yeah that's matthew a, ba- bainton and matt lucas yeah. that's yeah and then those, matt lucas yeah. is um matt lucas being like from doctor who and also i think in tim burton's little britain uh, yeah, Tim Burns, Little Britain. Yeah. Uh, no. Oh no, Tim Britain. No, no, no. Oh, Alice in Wonderland. He's in. Yeah, Tim he's in, yeah. He's um Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Uh, so yeah, like yeah. I think all three of them, and also Keegan Michael Key. Keegan Michael Key can be a little bit hit or miss for me. Like I think in Key and Peele, he's great, but I think in things he hasn't written, he can be a bit hit or miss. Yeah. Uh, but he was great in this. Like he was so good. I mean, obviously, I really a, liked him in this. There's a little bit of. I've seen something. I'm not going to actually say this because I don't think this is my thing to make, and I wasn't offended by it either. But not that I'm a 
person who probably would be. Um, There's been a bit of talk online about him, his character development being kind of fat phobic a little bit, but it feels kind of a little bit, I don't know what the word is. Uh, It might, I feel like it's a little bit of a stretch. It just feels like you're reaching for something to be offended by. But then again, you and you and I kind of stick figures though as well. So like, (laughs) I don't know. I I, I feel like it's not like he was the only person that was like bigger in the movie like the only yeah. evil person and he's big i feel like a lot of especially like the male characters were like large a larger people like yeah Matt Lucas so is i don't think that guy. they were like targeting yeah. fat people are like oh easily bribed and they're greedy and whatever i just feel like yeah. that was his character and yeah I mean, it was it became a bit of a gag at the end that he was so big he couldn't fit in the car. But it's so like Roald Dahl, you know what I mean? Yeah, like that's because Roald Dahl's mean. Roald Dahl is mean. <laughs> he's very mean, and he's very, like yeah. I just feel like it feeds into that universe and into that story and tone. I I didn't find it that it was like jarringly like oh that was kind of yeah. like a little bit unnecessary. I don't know. I just feel like it yeah. wasn't too bad. Because well, it, it felt to me that the joke wasn't that he was fat; it was more just the addiction was the joke and then being yeah. fat was the outcome of that addiction i don't know and that's just kind became, of how i saw it and then yeah. he like how quickly it progressed was kind of like like it was yeah. like in that montage and then like the next scene he's like really he's like double his size and you're like oh my yeah. god that man's been on the chocks which by the way that was really good special uh, effects whatever they did to make that him look too. chunky it looked good yeah it did um look good. But um, isn't that funny that we've we've watched we've watched two movies that have the cast of Key and Peel in each one? Oh, true. Isn't yeah, one has Key, the other one has Peel. Yeah. yeah. Other way around though, it was Peel and Key in this version. Peel and Key. Did, yeah. yeah. Which doesn't sound right. And I gotta say, the, I'm not even gonna lie, and this is my own ignorance. Mm. I did not realize mm. Wonka was a musical until I got there and I started singing. I had a vague understanding, <laughs> I but I thought it maybe been. I thought it had maybe been exaggerated how much of a musical it was, but no, this is just straight up a musical. This which is straight up musical. I... It was very funny. Okay, I so I don't know if you've been around when I've talked about this, but I'm not big on musicals. Yes, I'm you probably... have mentioned that. Okay, cool. I, I, I guess contractually I have to say it at least once per episode, or at least every single time a musical appears, I have to be like, I don't like these things. Uh, <laughs> but in all, in all seriousness, though, I think this movie managed to get around it a bit. For me, because wasn't a lot too of much the singing songs, though. There wasn't too much singing. It didn't happen too often. And also, my favorite songs were the ones where it was people being like, like there would be some people singing, but then someone else would be kind of like, this person's weird for singing. Like, like this is all yes. that this is occurring. And that's what I like about it when it gets called out and people are kind of like, you should. This is odd. Don't stop. Can stop. you please stop? Stop. Like, my, fa- my favorite song of all time in this whole well, not of all time, but in this uh, this movie is definitely the villain song where uh, they're trying to convince um, the police yeah, commissioner to do chocolates. crimes for them. And there's like the part where they become like um uh, flapper girls and they it's like smacking their butts with the um oh, yeah that was funny they were great that the, the all as I, as I mentioned all the villains were like so funny in this movie. Um, also, Olivia Coleman, like the secondary villains as well, Olivia Coleman and the guy whose name I don't, I don't know who like was the second guy in that. Tour. Tom Davis. He, Tom Davis. Also, also, Tom Davis does he do voice work because his voice was butter. I know. 
it was gorgeous. He had a beautiful voice. So cockney. Loved it was it. so, but it, but it was like a lovely deep cockney. It wasn't just a oh, I go you want some chippos. Yeah, it was, it was like, like a, no, you better get your ass back in the bloody boards. You better get your back in the something like that at all. If it was like low and lovely, and he should do voice work, whatever, whatever he's doing. It was very. And then, like and then Olivia, Olivia Coleman. I don't think she can do wrong at all. Basically, she did a great job. She may actually be kind of just perfection in human form really uh just, everything she touches great. is gold her and tony collette yeah. everything they touch is gold is mafia mama really that good that doesn't count because i haven't seen it <laughs> you should you would no, have you seen it of course you watch it no um, I, okay I so dumb. maybe it's really good and we don't know it has horrible reviews it does look a little corny yeah she maybe she maybe needed some money she maybe needed a, a paycheck to like pay the 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 pool boy or something, but also because um yeah those the villains were good so I just mentioned all the villains and then all the people around them so I like I love the accountant I love the uh the lady who knows about the sewers and she's also really strong I think it's kind of like implied that she like did a lot of sewer work that's why she's really strong or something I don't know I was kind of confused we, did, we didn't see a lot of her to be honest we didn't but she was fun though when she was on screen like all the people I, actually the, the comedian guy kind of irritated oh, me a bit no he wasn't he I wasn't love Rich Fulcher he's from the Mighty Boosh the show Mm. Um, as soon as I saw him in the movie, I was like, "Oh my god, it's Bob Fossil! That's the character he plays." Um, I thought he was. So- I thought he like carried the show. I thought he was great. He's barely in it. How could he carry it? He's barely in it, but every line is a zinger. I liked when like, he knew he was a bad comedian. That was funny. And like, even in the background when he's just doing stuff, I just found him so funny. Mm. And when when he's pretending he's calling the zoo and he's like, you too, octopus. I was like, that is yeah. straight out of Mighty Boosh. Like, that was straight out. You have to watch it to know. The I girls that, that watch it know it. I think I have a friend who's going to force me to watch it soon, so we'll see. Please watch it. I will do my darndest to just live my life. And if it happens to include watching the Mighty Boosh. Oh, my God. I will watch the Mighty Boosh. Anyway, point is... Oh, and Noodle. Noodle's really good as well. She's really fun. and Yeah, like she was sweet. Time. She she carried most of the main interact. No, she wasn't annoying, and she carried most of the main interactions, because she's a, she's in most of the main scenes, and then, because she's probably the second most reoccurring character beyond Wonka. Behind yeah. Wonka, sorry. Uh, which means that most of the film is, film is revivable due to her being there, and not just Timothy Chalamet bouncing things off by himself. Because come on, like this, this the the one line that really got me that I was I, I was cringing at a lot of what he was saying. Yes, he just I can't agree. pull it off. Because I was the one line that really got me, as I was about to say, and then I confused myself was when he said, um, "How do you like your chocolate? Creamy, nutty, completely insane." I'm making chocolate, of course. How do you like it? Dark, white, nutty, absolutely insane. I'm making chocolate, of course. Making chocolate, of course. I was like, scratch that, reverse it. He's, oh, it's just like, oh, all of those lines were like, it was like, what are you trying to do? It's like, it was like, it was his third run through, mm. like third rehearsal, but he yeah. still was oh. just figuring out his like diction, but then they were actually recording. Yeah, it's like, it's like Paul King was kind of like, all right, 
where where uh, can you? I, the way I saw it was like this is maybe the third take they were doing or something like that, or maybe the fifth yeah. take even. And Paul King was just like, uh, uh, Tim Timothy, my boy, just really go for it, give it your role. But Timothy's not used to being that outward, and you know, like big. He's more reserved, and so he was like, this was him doing as much outward as he could. He does give the vibe of very reserved. It's like he's too too worried about still looking handsome so he won't go full like woo uh, he just he just really needed to be more like because I, I i think i kept i kept not actually saying this my mum, my dad and i had the same problem they were like he should be more like gene wilder he should have been crazier meaner his eyes should have been wilder like because gene wilder's eyes are wild as yes fuck. like they're nuts and it's so good and he has beautiful blue eyes it's so uh and i don't need Timothy Charmy's eyes to be beautiful blue. I don't. Are they blue? No. That's not the point, though. They just need to be wild. And he does not have wild eyes. My mom said, "Look, the reason why that Gene Wilder is insane is because he's locked himself up in his um chocolate factory for like how many, however many years at that point in time, and now he's out." Like that is true. That is true. Like that does actually make sense as to why he wouldn't be like that yet. But I still would love the cunning and the sneakiness because, like, I would want. It honestly feels like Noodle's the clever one in the group. Yeah, like, she is, though. She's the mastermind. She's the mastermind. And that in a movie called Wonka, no. Yeah. He should be the especially when his whole deal is that he is the this leader. Brilliant he, chocolatier. He's a brilliant, not even just a chocolatier, but a brilliant businessman as well, because he is super successful. Like successful enough to have a giant chocolate factory that has bajillions of millions of dollars of things invested in because you can't just build new machines like that you have to invest in that bad boy it costs money to do it. so clearly he's very good at not only like the actual creating chocolate pot but the, the selling himself and create and doing business deals and stuff like that so yeah. like the fact that in this he because he doesn't even plan for the Oompa Loompa to rock up and save the day. He was actually just trying to get make sure it went. Oh, was he? I don't know. That was kind of confusing. I feel like he, he was trying to. Happen. I feel like he knew in that point. But that's the thing is that he hasn't been cunning really for a lot of the time. So you are just like, yeah. oh, it was luck. But it probably was supposed to be deliberate. Because well, it's like the other ones where he's like, wait, 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 what's her name? Um, Noodle, when they're about to drown in that vat of chocolate, uh, Noodle says, we need a plan. And he goes, don't worry, I have a plan. He starts throwing random shit into the into the chocolate. And she's like, what are you doing? He goes, we're going to drown. We're going to drown in Wonka chocolate. And she's like, dude, no, let's just like try and actually escape. And he's like, that's a much better idea. And that's like the third, that's like a running joke as well, by the way, is that he has like these whack-ass ideas that are just not helpful. And she has a better yeah. idea. It's like, this is not funny. This is not funny. I don't, <sighs> I sound really negative And it's really because the main guy just isn't what you want in a movie. I want, at least. I know. Movies. But I do really like this movie. I think it, because it has the Paddington charm. And I love it. It does. It has, a, it has a very nice little English charm about it. It does. Um, it's really and, sweet. You know, when Noodle found her mom, I had a cry. Sue me. It was beautiful. It was nice. Yeah. Because you were really really lovely. Well, this comes down to investment now because um, we were actually invested in these characters as comparative to Candyman. I know, um, that's the thing. When they get to have a little sing, exactly. Um, And Sally Hawkins' mum, I love Sally Hawkins, and so it was lovely to see her. Um, 
obviously she and Paul King, I guess, are kind of like always working together because she's in both the Paintings as well. So yeah, that's me. You know what? I'm actually possibly just going to watch the Paintings tonight after we do this. Oh, mm-hmm. classic! It is 11:40. Have to be up at a decent time tomorrow. Damn it! Uh, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, also, I guess Hugh Grant's kind of a Paul King alumni as well because he was in Paddington too. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I also, I don't know about the Oompa Loompas in this. Like, what do you mean? They're not really in it enough. He is barely in it, it's true. And I he wish that, and that was something that I was thinking. Like, especially because there's actually a big emphasis on him in the trailer. Yeah. I I think he should have been in it more. What I would have liked a lot more, I think, for this movie is maybe a much more clever much more uh, with it Wonka and yep. Hugh Grant uh, Oompa Loompa and both of them just like kind of dealing with this stuff just the two of them like yeah. you, 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 like I feel like them de- they figuring stuff out and all that and he's got a and I don't, I don't mind him having maybe he's I think I think if you focused on the debt to Oompa World more I think it'd be more interesting as well not that I don't think that the laundry mat stuff isn't that isn't is bad. I think I do agree with you. It's 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 interesting that they decided to take that route, and it it provides an interesting uh, block blockade for his dreams in a way. Uh, interesting uh, what's the word? conflict. I just think that the Oompa World stuff is kind of actually a bit more interesting, and the fact that he's got this debt that he has to pay back, and and I so agree. I think that would, and then maybe there's a ticking clock there that he has to pay back by a certain period of time, and all the Oompas are all gonna Oompa Loompas. I don't know if saying Oompas the, the right Oompa Lumpin, the the Oompa, they're gonna Oompa Lumpin with their. I agree. Oompa, yeah, it would have been good if maybe they'd they'd like restored that beef like earlier in the movie and then they could have worked yes. together because you yes. like we know it in the later films that like they have a very strong bond Wonka and yeah. the Olympus like they work for him it only really sort of hinted at that at the end with like the chocolate tasting and I'm like well, that's just one Oompa Loompa how do they how does yeah. he get the rest of them why do to the want to leave their up? fucking island yeah anyway I mean I guess the the big not the big issue but the big thing is that maybe Okay, so I I don't know if you noticed this, but this is actually something I noticed I, I noticed right at the start is that after the like the Warner Brothers logo, there's a logo for like a Roald Dahl stories mm. um company or something. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um so the next thing I'm gonna say is it feels like Wonka is a couple of character arcs off of being the Wonka we know we, we guaranteed he is. We've already discussed this a lot, that he's not the same Wonka and then he Yeah for him to be either one more likely the Gene Wilder one he there's a, he's a few character arcs off from being that Wonka yeah so and the the creation of a production company for Roald Dahl implies they intend to do more Roald Dahl stuff now what that entails yeah. is who knows but maybe they were kind of hoping to get some sequels of this movie, or like a Wonka 2 maybe or something like yeah, that yeah true um so maybe Maybe in the future we're going to see a Wonka who's more akin to what we know as Wonka, but also, I don't know how well this movie's doing at the box office, so I don't know if they'll do it. But also, also, what else are they going to do with the the, the Roald Dahl brand? Because clearly now they're going to go off book and do other stuff, so what are they going to, they're going to do a movie about the, the Grand Witch from Witches, or the Grandma from Witches, or... 
<laughs> yeah, I wonder I if they'll do another role. I mean, nothing is was as successful as like Wonka's Chocolate Factory. I mean, James yeah. the Giant Peach is pretty good, but there's definitely no need for a sequel for that. Do BFG origin story. I never watched the live action for that. Was it good? I never watched it. It's like one of the it's one of the many Steven Spielbergs I haven't seen. Yeah. It turns out I haven't seen a lot of Steven Spielbergs. I thought I'd seen more than I have. <laughs> no, uh, I've not seen a lot. He's made a few movies. Did you know he makes a lot of movies? He does. He's got a lot uh, of time. He's got like I think he's on like thirty four or something. That's that's crazy. I mean, good for him. Get that bank, but it's a lot. Um, it does look like it's had a pretty good reception, like 84% of Rotten Tomatoes, 7.4 in IMDb. Mm. Like it's it's in the higher higher percentage that people like it. Yeah. Wait a damn minute. Know, like oh, what, what's up? Do you, can, do you know the cinematographer? Is it is it Roger Deacon? No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> it's um, the same guy. You're gonna you're not gonna guess what the cinematographer what an other is film it, he did. It, hold on, hold on. Is it the bad country bears movie? No, no, it's not. It's <laughs> actually good. Okay, hold on, let me find it and let me see if I can take a look. Let me see if I can I'll find him because I'm not probably gonna know just by looking at it. Chung His name Chung. Yep. Okay, let me take a look. Let me see if it's I'll the one see. old boy. He did Old Boy. Yeah, he did Old Boy. I thought How that name crazy was a is that? And The Handmaiden. Yeah. Which I need to watch. Also, Last Night in Soho. Jesus, okay. Oh, you know what? He can't be that good. He did Uncharted. I'm sorry. That's, that's cruel. That's not his fault. Um, well, maybe it is. But there you but... go. Like, what a strange collaboration. He seems to do a lot of weird stuff. Because if you have a look, he also did It Chapter 1. No and... way um fairy tales which i'm gonna see because old boy has a weird kind of dreamlikeness to it i haven't seen the handmaiden yet but that's the same guy who did old boy um yeah i actually currently have that on blu-ray sitting next to my tv right now like ready to go at some point i eventually bring because i'm i don't want to watch it not so much that i don't think i'll enjoy but because i don't know if i'll have the the juice to watch it because (laughs) it's it's you know what I mean? Like Just... it's it's possibly going to be quite confronting. It's an R-rated film, so yeah, it's going to be confronting. Very. And Old Boy was very fucked, and so <laughs> I don't know if very. I'm ready. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, what was I saying? He does dreamlike stuff, and because all this, you know, yeah, Wonka is very dreamlike, and he also did Obi Wan Kenobi. Huh. Damn, been busy. He's got some stinkers on here, like. Zombieland Double Tap. That's not what day? Good. What day? Hotel Artemis. I don't know if that's going to be good or not, actually. Artemis Fowl, probably not good. No, 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 not Ho- Artemis Fowl. Hotel Artemis. But is that not, like, part of... It's not related to Artemis Fowl. It's not related oh. to Artemis Fowl at all. Do you know Artemis is actually a Greek god, this? Oh. Did you not know that? I didn't know that. Oh, Artemis. yeah, she's the Greek goddess of the hunt and virgins. And the moon. <laughs> and virgins. Or maybe she's just chast. Maybe she's not a goddess of virgins. I think she might just be chast, actually. Huh. Uh, but yeah. Uh, anyway. Good times. Um, look, yeah, as, as I think we've put across our point pretty well. Uh, good movie, bad lead. 
or just not inappropriate. As I mentioned, he's not a bad actor. He's just, this is just not the role for him. No. Yeah. It's not for him. It's not for him. Who I would you think... Who would you have casted in um, Substitution? See, my mum asked me this as like a kind of a gotcha question as well, so I've had time to think about this. Um, my first response would be get someone who actually does music theatre. True. My second response is Daniel Radcliffe. Oh my god, that's a really good answer. Thank you very much. I was very proud of that one. I think he'd make a brilliant young Wonka. I think because he's, yeah. he'd be a bit older as well, which I think we don't want Wonka. I don't want Wonka to be this young. I, it just It's just not something we need to see. No, I, think, I agree. I think make him a bit older. He can Daniel Radcliffe can do the singing and dancing. It's not really maybe his strongest suit. But fuck, can he do weird? He can do weird and crazy. So I think well, that he just did sick. the bloody Weird Al Yankovic movie mm-hmm, where he mm-hmm. was singing He's so in, good it. in that. Oh, he, was he singing in that? I thought that was really. Or was it dubbed that. over? I can't, I haven't seen it actually. I've only I'm seen like. I'm sure it's dubbed with um, Weird Al Yankovic's vocals because it sounds which exactly makes so much like sense. But I love that. It's also really it's really funny if they it's like that's the joke as well as that it's just dubbed by Weird Al Yankovic, but also. I don't know if he can sing, but like whether you can learn to sing and dance. Yeah. Obviously, as mentioned, my first pick would be someone who does music theater. But if yeah. I had to pick like a some an unknown actor, I would pick Daniel Radcliffe because he can do weird and wacky and he can do the crazy eyes. Like, have you seen Guns Akimbo? No. He he does real good crazy eyes in that movie, and I think he would be an excellent, an Damn excellent. Straight young Wonka, younger Wonka. He's, he's getting to like his 40s now, I guess. Yeah, he'd be getting there, he'd be getting there. He'd be 10 years older than me, actually. He's about, well, how old was he when he did Harry Potter? 11 or 12? Pretty, yeah, like 11. Oh, so he'd be about... He's thir- oh, he's maybe, only 34. Oh, okay, so I was going to say he's maybe only about 10 to 12 years older than me. So he's only 11 years older than me. Yeah. Which, I don't know, what's that to you? Like 20 years older than you? I don't fucking know. You're a 20? Child. You're a child. Um, that would make me 14. What are you doing on my podcast? Get off. This is for adults only. <laughs> no, he is 14 years older than me. Who would you pick for your Wonka? Well, everybody's been saying that they should have casted Jeremy Allen White from, you know, um, the bear. That's just because he's in the bear. Because he looks and, like um, it. No, he? because he looks oh. like a young Gene Wilder. Like uncannily. Okay, you know what? Actually, he does. He does. But I don't see it. His acting style isn't it, though. That's the problem. He's got the look. I don't know, though. Have... Maybe he needs a chance to be quirky. He's got that intensity, though. No, I think we'd run into the same issue as not so much because he's trying to look handsome. I just don't think he has the whimsy that's awesome. Because Willy Wonka is whimsical as well. That's the issue. You need to so do a, a balance between threatening and whimsical. Because he, 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 he's charming. That's why everyone is more than willing to let him continue him. on the tour when he's murdered a bunch of kids. Yeah. It's because he's so charming. So, yeah, like, I don't yeah. know if Jeremy Allen White has the charm. Like, he's a good actor. I think he's great. But I don't know if he has that charm to him. He's always, Maybe he needs to, to be put in those roles. as more of a challenge. Yeah. But I guess we, we might see that. But Maybe. for now, he's in pretty intense roles. Yeah. Are you going to go see The Iron Claw? Uh, what is that? It's the wrestling movie with him and Zac Efron. Oh, I probably won't. They're really I'm... buff, though. They look really hot. Well, I'm I'm guessing you'll be seeing it then. 
I mean, it's an A24. I try and see your every A24. True. I do like A20. Yeah, they do good stuff, even though Dick's was not good. <laughs> not for you, not for you. Not, I guess not for me is more probably what I should say. Not, It's not that it's not good, it's just not for me. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know who else I would cast. Mm. That's just the one that came to mind based on, you know, what everyone else is saying. I'll have to have a think yeah. about it, but... I mean, I like yeah, I was lucky. I was lucky that I've had a chance to really think about that. And yeah, Daniel's a really good take choice. Take that mom. Take that mom. Take the... What about like Adam Driver? <laughs> How funny is that? I can imagine just like you know, like when he's Star, like the Star Wars undercover thing, maybe like he'd be like really fucking aggro. Come with me. I love chocolate. You're still holding on. Let go. Let go. Hate this. Every day I wake up and I hope you're dead. I mean, they're gonna make an SNL sketch with him as one card. You got gotta... my words. <laughs> it's like it's like. You have to feed the rats on schedule or else they get sick. Supposed to feed the rats on schedule or they get sick. <laughs> He's so funny. I just Memphis. had sex and I'm going to eat nachos. He's Unless so intense. You're um, going to ruin it. I just had sex and I'm about to eat nachos. It's the greatest moment of my life. Unless you screw it up with whatever it is you're about to say. Dude, that's a funny <laughs> Have you seen What If? That's a funny movie. What if? That's the one where he has the the line. I just had sex and I'm about to eat nachos. That's oh, I that's thought that from. was from the show Girls, but I just must have gotten no, them confused. No, because um, because he's talking to Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, shut up! They are in the same that's movie together with funny. Zoe Kazan. That is funny. It's a good movie. I it's one of the modern rom coms that I like. Uh, but yeah. Oh. Anyway, I I don't know. I don't think I have much more to say. Do you have much more to say? No, I don't. I think we've said our piece. Excellent, excellent. Lovely. Um, I think it's you to go first then for our ratings. Uh oh, wait. Like, give me, give me a gif. Are you, are you being, are you being for real right now? Are you, are you, <laughs> are you doing this? Are you to being me? goddamn serious? Are you really going to hit me with that right now? Right here, right now. That no, I got one now. All right, I'm ready. Oh, good, good. Yeah, cool. Go for it. Oh, it's my turn? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. I'm giving the delightful Wonka three and a half loads of washing out of five. <laughs> half a load of washing? Oh, I guess, like, you couldn't fit all of it into the, fourth, the third load, so you have to, like, do yeah, a half yeah, load. Yeah, yeah, just a couple sheets left. Begrudgingly, though, because you're like, oh, it's just so annoying. Oh, waste of water. Power. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm giving it three types of diabetes and a stomach ache. Oh, do we get the same rating? Yeah, 3.5. That's the first and that. only time we're going to have the same rating because this is your last episode. We'll talk about that after in the next section. Hold on. I'm getting <laughs> kicked off. He's had enough. Yeah. Hey! Uh, fan mail. Do, 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 do. Fan mail. Oomph. We don't have any. Um, what the fuck? So we're going to spend this time. We're going to spend this time talking about. Uh, Jazz, have you enjoyed being on the episode? <laughs> this, <laughs> on show? this episode? Fuck. On the you show, on the, the show. Episode. Yeah. No, it's been really fun. It's been driving me to um to watch more movies, which is good. It's good to have like a bit of a, a deadline to watch things because I'm such a procrastinator. And it's been it's fun. I just love talking about movies, so it's actually fun to do it for like a solid amount of time. That's literally why I started. This is just so literally I have guaranteed, it's very enjoyable. Guaranteed period of time where I have to force my friend to sit down and talk to me about a film. Like, <laughs> That's please, why I started please this talk to me. Yeah.
Uh, you must talk to your mother and fill him, darling. You must. Oh, I'm Hugh Grant. Going to... <laughs> How dare you! Well, you can't have love, actually. What does he say? He's like, he's like, she has a wonderful ass. He like says something inappropriate about oh, his secretary's no, ass. No, um, what's her name? Because he asked, he, he's talking to like the other chick who is being mean. You know Natalie, who works here. The chubby girl. Would we call her chubby? I think there's a pretty sizable ass there. Yes, sir. Huge thighs. Because the, the secretary, she's not even a secretary. She's like a hand, a maid or something, or yeah. someone to get some cookies. But he's like, everyone's really mean to her except for him because she keep, they keep calling her fat, but she's like not even I that know. fat. She's like beautiful. She's so gorgeous. Body image is insane. It's like when um, what's his name? Because uh, I watched Devil's Wear Parada wears Parada recently as well, oh, yes, and they're all like, love. they're all like. Anne Hathaway, you're so fucking fat. And it's like, Jesus Christ, she's like skinnier than my forearm. Like She's literally like an average healthy size. She's one. like so healthy looking. And and then there's also also I watched um yeah, Bridget Jones Diary recently and I she's know. constantly like, I'm so fat. I'm like, are you fucking real right now? Like I like bitch you look like great. I'm I'm now feeling really fat because I'm definitely not that skinny. I know <laughs> it's me, so sad. Now I know why girls like not, have such like issues. It's so bad. It was so bad in that era. It's better now, like not as overt. Yeah. But like, yeah. It's like literally watching it back, it's like, are you kidding me? Because there's like a difference between watching a bunch of really attractive people on screen and then watching a bunch of really attractive people on screen and then call each other fat. Like there's a very big difference in like what that's doing to the psyche. Like when when Anne Hathaway is getting called fat and you're sitting there in your Udi. And you're like, um, it's like, what chance do I have? What chance do I have? And yeah. halfway's fat, right? <laughs> like, I can't compete. Anyway, but yeah, uh, no, but I'm glad you enjoyed being on the show. We're gonna, we'll try and have you back a bit more. Woo! That'd be cool. Get you in on some, some episodes. Some uh, Nanny McVee double feature. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but also, no, never, Aww. ever. Unless they come out with a new movie, in which case we'll pair it. But mark my no. words, it's happening. Well, if they do a new movie, we'll get you in. But I'm praying that that's not the circumstance you come in on. <laughs> I hope it's a better film for a better franchise that's not dead. Leave it. Leave <laughs> lying dogs. De- leave sleeping dogs lie. Well, you know what? I bet on losing dogs. Shout out to Mitski. What? The song. <laughs> Okay, Mitch is an Amitsky listener, guys. This is a Hans Zimmer reference. Unsubscribe from the podcast right now. (laughs) Comment below. (laughs) Send some hate mail in for Mitch for next step. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to run the theme. It's weird. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to end this. Just end this shit, dude. (laughs) (laughs) You can do the sound fed up. I'm so tired, man. I just want to watch Paddington so bad. (laughs) This has been the Blockbusted Podcast. Dude, can you just let me do my outro? (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, I'm joking. It's fine. It's fine. I was was being mean, jokingly. You're actually fine. This has been (laughs) the Blockbusted Podcast. I've been your dietitian, Mitch. And I've been Jazz, and I'm going away for a long time.
you know, going to going to movie jail. I'm going to a farm where I can run around. <laughs> for liking Nanny McPhee, you're getting locked up for liking Nanny McPhee. <laughs> Uh, you can hey. send us questions, reviews, <laughs> liking the anime is a crime. Consider me uh, a, a first-class murderer because I've killed a lot of people. <laughs> uh, you can send us questions, reviews, and warranted hate mail at blogbustedpotty at gmail.com. That's potty, spelled P-O-D-D-I-E. You can also find us on X, which is the app following on Twitter. Uh, Instagram and TikTok have the username Potty. This week, I have two different variations I can do, and I was like, I'll pick one by the time I get to this point, and I didn't. You can All do right. it. Uh, this week, have a chocolate. Thanks. You're not, well, not you. It's like everyone. Oh, did you just eat it on... Did you just eat it then? Yeah. Like, oh... <laughs> That's kind of gross to eat. My, on my favorite chocolate's water. probably Turkish Delight. That's insane. Why? That's delicious. Turkish Delight should not be like that. Okay, there's better Turkish Delights. The best one's crunchy. You look like you like picnics. Oh, that's just offensive. Blow that piece of junk out of the sky! Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Jedi, because Hannah fucking hates you! You're still holding on! Let go! Hey, this! Supposed to feed the rats on schedule or they get sick! Hey, guys! Traitor! Sucks! I just had sex, I'm about to eat nachos! Hold on to your hats! You're about to get pounded!